can tell at a glance What a swell night is this for romance You can hear dear mother nature murmuring low Let yourself go, so please be sweet, my chickadee When I kiss you, just say to me It's delightful, it's delicious, it's delectable It's delirious, it's delimit, it's delimit It's delusive, it's lovely Hello, everyone. It's Madge. So that would have been Ethel Merriman. Continuing in a medley. And that's from uh, Mermania Volume 2. What happened to my music? I guess I pressed stop. Oh, well, it's just as well. Can you hear my snot arranging itself in my nozzles? Ah, uh, let me make sure I'm recording properly. Yes, I'm back in Chicago. Here I am, lesbian and everything. You know me, just me, this lesbian, uh, doing my thing, doing my thing. And, um, right, so I went to El Salvador. I went to Florida. I don't like to announce when I'm going on a vacation because I live in Chicago and uh, I don't want to get robbed. We've had a lot of uh, shootings and they keep getting close, closer to my house. It used to be just in the black neighborhood, so nobody cared. But now they're near the white ladies like me, so people are getting up in arms. Uh, but they still won't do anything about it, so at least they're not racist. Um, yeah, like on, uh, maybe a couple of weeks before I left on the uh, the Citizens app, they said, oh, you got a shooting, uh, you know, like at 10.30 and 11.30 last night, two different shootings, a block away from your house, Madge. I said, well, I guess I won't be going out late anymore. But the lesbian Lightfoot keeps giving money to the cops. And then the cops are like, oh, well, if you're going to cancel the police, then we're not going to do anything. But hello, you're still getting lots of money. So the whole thing is stupid. Uh, So people living in the city in droves. What are you going to do? What else? Um, I am a lesbian. I have food allergies. So much has been going on. I had a really nice time at the Bitcoin Beach, which is El Sante. Got to go to uh, Max Kaiser's birthday party and spend some time with them. Uh, (coughs) Really interesting what's going on there with the Bitcoin. I did my reporting on that uh, in the past two episodes. Uh, But I want to talk about some other things today. Uh, we've talked about the uh, the trancing, no, the uh, the girdle barn, the vaginal dance, the bloating. Oh, the bloating's been horrible. I've been doing a lot now. I, I've been doing this papergram, <clears throat> which if you really like me on this show, you really need to uh, subscribe to the papergram, which is madge.substack.com. Substack put me on their uh, video beta, so you can actually do videos and charge for that shit. So I did one. Um, however, uh, you know, it's nice to have some subscribers. Uh, I don't have that many though. And to be honest, it's really not enough to keep this shit going. Uh, yeah. The thing is, if this show wasn't, um, uh, if this show was like part of some corporate shit, it would have been canceled years ago. In fact, it was canceled actually. So I'm canceled, but I still do it as a labor of love. But uh, to be honest, I, I think I'm just going to get honest with you, audience. You know, because fuck it. What do I? What do I? What have I got to lose? What do I need to pretend for? Um, what have I got to pretend for? But the love, you know, is there, sort of. But uh, 
I'm confused because, well, do I just tell you how I feel, audience? Do I just tell you how I feel? I love doing the show, but I'm profoundly embarrassed. And I realize that all of this is repetitive, horrible, and probably self-perpetuating, and that makes people not want to listen. But I don't know what else I can do. Um, but people just don't care what I have to say. A few people do. You do, because you're listening, which is great, which makes this conversation awkward, because you're like the few dozen people who do. But, um, you know, I'm reading about Joe Rogan. I'm, I, I've never listened to a whole show of his. I defend his, uh, his right to speak freely, uh, and I've done so in my paper, Grum. I don't know if I want to get into that now. I don't really feel passionate about it at the moment because I feel like he has not been silenced, and I'm glad. Um, but, you know, I was listening to The Daily talk about him today and his career traje trajectory, and he didn't get famous because he's a great podcaster. He got famous because he was the host of um, some TV game show about, you know, swallowing insects or something. And then he became, um, you know, a, a, a whatever, world wrestling coach or some shit or announcer about that shit. So it started from that. So he didn't grow, his really, he already had an audience. I, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is I'm jealous. No, I'm envious. And while I would never, I certainly don't think I would have misinformation people like he does on there. I also, at the same time, think you, uh, I mean, if that's all his show was, is misinforming people about COVID, then I guess you could make an argument that the show is dangerous, you know, and in, 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 but I, I don't see that at all. He's just talking shit with people. That's what I do. People have the right to speak, and that, that freedom of speech is guaranteed to us by our birthright. And it's not even just, I guess I am talking about it. It's not just, I don't care about the Constitution. The Constitution is the First Amendment and the Bill of Rights. Okay, fine. But freedom of speech, when you tell a lot of people that, they'll just say, oh, well, it's not the government abridging speech freedom, so it doesn't matter. But then you're just buying into the neoliberal idea that uh, the market is God, and I don't do that. The freedom of speech is something that was given to us in, in, in the Constitution, in my opinion, as an inspiration for how we should treat speech in general, not just, you know, I don't think the Founding Fathers expected these kinds of loopholes. I mean, it's ridiculous that you and 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 I guess I am talking about it. But, you know, to have people in the same breath condemn book burnings and then go straight to saying that Joe Rogan should be carried out is hypocritical to me and transparently so. Um, I realize that there might be a few cases to to abridge freedom of speech like uh, the the the, you know, if you're saying kill everyone and all that. Um, but that's not what this is. It's not. I do believe that that it harms people to have misinformation about COVID. I do. But it also harms people to abridge freedom of speech. And that's a constant, I don't know, it's a constant battle. Yeah, I err on the side of freedom of speech. Um, I think that's important. And I, if you're going to silence Joe Rogan in such a way, you're silencing me. It's the same thing. It's a slippery slope, and that's what happened. That's why, it's part of why I'm completely ignored. You know, nobody, nobody, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's either I suck or because I'm controversial. And if it's because I suck, then I should just stop and just tell me to, please. But I used to be a lot more popular than this, and I feel like people are afraid to share me. People are afraid to discuss me. I, I wrote this long-ass post the other day. I'm going to read it to you. 
um, which I thought was at least maybe something that maybe it was wrong headed of me to write this, but I do believe that it was at least worth a response, but I only got, I mean, I posted on Facebook and I got two likes and that's it. Nobody even responded in text or anything. And I just feel like I'm talking to a void sometimes. And I feel like the reason I'm talking to avoid is because people are afraid to discuss the things I talk about, maybe. I don't know. I just, it doesn't matter. The point is, I feel like I'm being ignored and it hurts my ego, okay? And it's upsetting because I want to do this. I have to, in some ways, I have to do this. I have to talk. But when people don't listen and people don't give me mo enough money to make it worthwhile and I can't even afford the coffee that I drink when I'm making this fucking paper grum, let alone the podcast, it just makes me feel sad when I see other people make $100 million for basically doing what I do, except, you know, with the ability to do it all day. I mean, if I wasn't working, I would be doing something a lot better. But I work I work nine to five because I have to. I tried doing this for a living. I tried it all. But one thing I won't do is compromise and do something just because it fits a market. I won't do that. I will only do what feels right for me and feels artistically accurate for me. And sometimes that means being lazy, which is bad, um, but not always. And sometimes, and it, what is all that fucking noise? And sometimes it involves abandoning a formula that worked because it just needs to end. Like, what the fuck is beeping? Jesus Christ, this fucking thing always does that when I'm trying to do a show, even though it's on uh, Do Not Disturb. The mail doesn't fucking care if I'm on Do Not Disturb. The phone doesn't fucking care. Nobody cares. Wait, let me look at my work computer. You know, I am at work. Uh, oh, emergency maintenance. Okay. Um, so that thing always fucking distracts me. I was listening to one of my earlier shows and I was getting into something really important and then the beep went off and then I completely changed the subject because I forgot I was talking about. I probably just, it probably just happened. Um, so I'm just trying to, I have no idea what I'm trying to say, audience. What I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, for years I've been trying to see if I could just stop doing this show, and the only reason I keep doing it, well, there's two reasons. One is because it's my art and my life is kind of worthless if I don't do it. Because even if hardly anyone listens, I still have to express myself. But it really sucks to have to express yourself and you don't have a very big audience, and then you see other people with big audience. Like, I... I write stuff on Twitter. I think oh, that's pretty cool. I wish people would 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 you know get into that. Would would like what I'm saying or retweet it or like it. And then maybe a few people will. But then if Stacey Herbert, who has a big following, retweets it, oh, then everybody loves to hear what I say and they love it. But it's like it ha it's it's this cult of personality kind of thing. I don't know. I just feel like nothing good ever happens to me. I'm just hopelessly stuck in mediocrity and maybe that's what this show is supposed to be is the voice of mediocrity the voice of the voiceless as Amy Goodman would say you know maybe my purpose in life is just to somehow speak for the mediocre person who doesn't have a voice <laughs> I'm the person who wants to be great who wants to make art and sits at home you know, or who works in an office all day in some miserable, dystopian, beige room. That's me. Oh, that's depressing, isn't it? All I can give you is me. I don't even know what it is. I don't know. I've been gone for weeks. I was in El Salvador. I've got things to talk about. I want to walk around with my microphone, but I've got an OCD issue with it because the thing is 
the, the mic screen is rubbing against the microphone. I don't like the mic noise, which is insane. God, I'm fucking nuts. Am I horrible or what? I can't imagine why anybody would listen to this. And then I'm complaining that nobody listens. It's horrible to listen to. I'm just in this path. And there's that fucking noise again, even after I shut off all this goddamn shit. Maybe it's my upstairs computer. Hold on. Fucking shit. Just, it's like somebody's waiting for me. Computer God is saying, oh, Magic's grumbling. Let's make everything fucking beep at the same goddamn time. Right? Fucking sucks. If it beeps one more time, I'm going to stroke out. And now I forgot what I was fucking talking about. Oh, I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to retro and grum with music like I used to. I just don't fucking know what to do, audience. And I'm getting old and my mind don't work as well as I used to. I try to type on this teeny tiny keyboard and half the time it fucking doesn't do what I want it to do because my fingers don't do what my brain says. It's really fucking annoying. God, am I this bad? Am I this miserable? I don't know. I'm just telling you how it is to be inside my fucking brain. Nobody's listening anyway. I can complain about whatever the fuck I want to. Why I still edit myself and try to be interesting is beyond me when there's like three people listening. The other reason why I still do this show is because some of you donate humongous amounts of money, and by some I mean one. So there's really just one person that's the reason I'm still doing this show. You know who you are. And um, how do you like that? And by any, it's not any, and when I say a lot, it's, it's a lot for a small podcast. It's not a lot like as in I could live on it or any, anything close to that stretch. In some ways, I'm kind of upset at that person because if it wasn't for that person, I would, wouldn't feel guilty stopping this show. But would I be able to stop this fucking show? I don't fucking know. Oh, my God. I need another Ethel. Mm. Irony. What the hell? That's not it. What did I do? Oh. Lizzo is so disgusting. And TikTok, TikTok is banning uh, videos that display disordered eating, like eating disorders. But Lizzo is fine. Lizzo frying bacon in her Spanx is fine because that's not a disorder when you eat too fucking much. It's only a disorder when you eat a lot and then exercise because everybody's fucking, 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 now. fucking, wait, wrong, wrong pot, potentiana. Everybody's fucking crazy. Got no diamonds, got no pearls Till I think I'm a lucky girl Got the sun in the morning and the moon at night Got no mansion, got no yacht Till I'm happy with what I got I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night And with the sun in the morning And the moon in the evening That's You it. can tell oh. at a glass Sorry, that's it. She doesn't finish because I only played the one song and I guess it just goes right into the next one. I guess, yeah. Okay, well, no, I'm not going to do it. No, do I do it? No, I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll do this one. Yeah, just, then then we'll go back to what I was going to do. The fuck? You're the top. You're the Coliseum. You're the top. You're the Louvre Museum. You're a melody from a symphony by Strauss. You're a Bendel Bonnet, a Shakespeare sonnet. You're a Mickey Mouse. You're the Nile. You're the Tower of Pisa. You're the smile on the Mona Lisa. I'm a worthless check, a total wreck of flop. But if baby, I'm the bottom. Um, right. 
That one goes out to Giga Tigger, who's the top, only because he's too lazy to clean his asshole out. That one's for you. Um, okay, I'm going to read this paper grum from yesterday. It was a free one. Madge.substack.com. That's how you support this show. It's really, that's how you do it, unless you want to PayPal me money, Rishi at Honmail.com, or the Cash App, dollar sign, bloated lesbian. And then there's the whole business about how now I have to pay taxes on all that crap. Forget about it. Thanks to the Democrats. Hey. In the 2021 election racket bill, or whatever the fuck they called it, yeah. Why the lands? Why the GOP is? This is clickbait headline, by the way. It wasn't the original. The original headline was, "Oh, I got a duty." Uh, why the GOP is going to win back Congress in a landslide in the midterms, and how to prevent it? Uh, Madge Weinstein yesterday. That was the uh, February 10th of Friday, Thursday. A free paper grum today. What a shame. I spent all this money on coffee and banana bread, and now I can't fully enjoy it because I have to clench my bloat hole closed. Oh, wait. It seems to be subsiding. That's a blessing. Segway. Biden is making... Did you hear my stomach gurgle? Oh, God, I hope I don't know what to do to you again. That wasn't the reading. That was me. The bleed. The blog read, as Andy Vera used to call it. I don't know if she still does. Biden is making a pathetic attempt to reduce the cost of prescription drugs. It's sad, pathetic, Byzantine, and hopelessly neoliberal. I'm not going to quote from the article I read, which I don't know if it was from, I think it was from NPR. It doesn't matter. It was reputable. His, this is a quote from the article, which I can't say what the source was because I don't remember. I didn't write it down. This is me talking. This isn't the article. His proposals include capping out-of-pocket medication costs for Medicare recipients at $2,000 per year and insulin at $35 per month. In addition, Medicare would be allowed to negotiate prices for a limited number of prescription drugs and drug makers would be required to pay rebates if they raise costs faster than inflation. Okay, back to me. First of all, so much spit in my mouth. That wasn't part of the script. First of all, let me say that as pathetic as this attempt is, I'm in favor of it. It's pathetic and sad that this is where Biden begins his negotiation, but it's better than nothing. How sad that we are be how sad that we be oh being, I spelled it wrong. How sad that we begin by asking for so little, which means that after negotiation we will be lucky to get any of it. So they're only looking to cap Medicare drug costs at $2,000 a year. First of all, it should be zero. But that it's only a limit that applies to Medicare recipients is offensive. What about people under 65 who need medications who can't afford thousands of dollars per year for them to, uh, before their deductible kicks in? Why do we even need this limit for Medicare? You mean the Medicare system we have allows seniors who have no income to pay more than $2,000 a year just for drugs? That's fucking crazy. Uh, aside here, I didn't know that. Like, why do I, I? Medicare is supposed to be for all. We want it for all, but I always thought that means that Medicare is is good enough. But I guess it's not. What well, you shouldn't have to pay a fucking penny for anything. Okay, this whole th back to my bleed. This whole thing is so fucking ridiculous. I'm sick of bitching about it, and I barely have the energy to do so. Nobody in America should pay more than zero dollars a year for health care. That's what I just said. Nobody, not a rich person, nor a homeless person. Healthcare should be free. It is a human right. How to pay for it? Math. 
That's how to pay for it. That how to pay for it argument is a lame one cooked up by shyster lobbyists. All you have to do is look at all of the money spent on health care, directly or indirectly, and subtract all the money that goes into people's pockets in the form of profit and compare it to the total number, the total amount of money spent in a government-funded health care systems, and you will find that the government-funded health care is cheaper. This dumb argument that you can't keep your doctor with universal health care is also easily debunked. You lose your employer-based insurance, you lose your doctor. That's how you lose your doctor. In a universal system, you always keep your doctor because there is only one single payer. Duh! How do we let ourselves get duped? By these dumb arguments is beyond me. They will also say that universal health care is poor in many socialized countries. Well, first of all, look at the real numbers that matter, such as life expectancy, and you will find that theirs are much higher than ours. What people really mean when making this argument is that they don't want poor people to have as good a care as they have. Sick of that bullshit. Sure, there are issues with socialized medicine. It's not perfect, but by creating a new system here in the USA, we get to learn from past mistakes that other countries have made. We would have the best system in the world. However, all Biden is asking for is $35 insulin because Bernie keeps bitching about that single item on Instagram. First of all, it should be free, not $35. And secondly, everything should be free. It is for other countries. Why do we have to subsidize millionaire healthcare executives just because they have lobbyists? It's so corrupt and horrible. Biden is also asking for Medicare to be allowed to negotiate prices for a limited number of prescription drugs. What the fuck? Why a limited number of drugs? I would love to know the reason why the Democrat, Biden, who was elected with the broken promise of creating a public option, thinks that Medicare does not have the right to negotiate all drug prices. What are the exceptions? Why? I can't imagine a reason other than, well, they give us lots of money, so we have to do what they say while pretending to help people. I need my yacht rides with free caviar. Oh, and drug makers would be required to pay rebates, rebates if they raise costs faster than inflation. What the fuck is that crap? More Byzantine rebates? Poor people don't have the time for that complicated neoliberal paperwork shit. Why do neoliberals love paperwork so much? Because they know that only rich, educated English as a first language white-collar workers will know about the opportunity for the savings and will have the time to do all of it. It's just like the tax codes. Gives rich rich people a way out. Do you think a poor immigrant dishwasher who came here to escape a war-torn Central American country is going to know how to do that crap? Oh, by the way, the war was caused by U.S. hegemony, by the way, so fuck off if you're going to tell him that he should go home to his country. Rebates. Fuck that. Instead of rebates, why not write the law such that raising prices higher than the rate of inflation is illegal? Isn't that easier and more fair? Why Byzantine rebates instead? You know why. I just told you in the previous paragraph. Fuck this shit. I wanted Bernie, who promised Medicare for all. Biden was a huge compromise with his promise of a public option, but he didn't mean it. He hasn't even mentioned it since being elected. He just said that to get Bernie supporters to shut up. Well, I have news for you. GOP is going to have a landslide this November and will be the fault of all the Democrats who are keeping their mouths shut, afraid to criticize Biden as I am doing now. Many Democrats told me that before the 2020 election, don't criticize Biden before the election because that will help Trump win. We will make sure to hold his feet to the fire after the election and make sure he keeps his promises, followed by a Shirley Temple cutesy foot stomp, grandfather. Well, you didn't. You've been silent, mostly standing Biden, pra praising him for achieving the loftiest of goals to not be Donald Trump. Bravo! Such skill required to do that. And some people have gone so far as to tell me recently not to criticize Biden even now, because that will make us learn the lose the midterms. What? Well, I have news for you. 
your U.S. does not include me. I am no longer a Democrat. I'm a third-party voter without a party, so I guess I'm independent. Why? Because democracy doesn't exist in this country. We have, <clears throat> we have this fake push for a voting rights bill with people screaming that without it, we will no longer have democracy. Well, what do you call a system in which you vote for people who don't do what they promised to the people, but instead do the bidding of the oligarchs who funded the campaigns? It's not democracy. You may disagree with me, but the evidence that I have seen over the decades I've lived tells me that Democrats are as hopeless as Republicans in this regard. But my mind can be changed. If Biden does something big in health care, I'll vote for him again. But this, again, you notice, I did vote for him in 2000. I'll have you know. But this takes action on your part. The voters have to let him know they're not going to put up with this shit. At some point, progressives have to withhold their votes or they will continue to be ignored. There is never a good time for this. There will always be a horrible Republican to be afraid of. To those of you who say that by me writing this, I'm going to somehow help Democrats lose the midterms, I completely disagree. I'm trying to warn you that unless Biden does things to make people want to reelect him, he will lose in a landslide. We can't sweep his failures under the rug. Voters aren't as stupid as you think. Well, there's my opinion. Take it or leave it. Love, manage. Yeah. So, I, you know, okay, so you've, I said that. I read that, right? Okay. Fine. But, Nobody responded. Oh, I mean, okay, one person maybe uh, did, may have responded on uh, Twitter because I made a typo. <laughs> because at first I said that it was $2,000 a month. It's $2,000 a year. Um, let me just look. No, no comments at all in my sub stack. Four hearts, though. And no comments. Did I get any comments on Facebook? Like, I mean, the whole point of these fucking social platforms, are, it's all about engagement, right? So... Why no fucking engagement on this shit? I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Is everybody just agreeing with me or are people just sort of dead? I don't know. You're welcome to disagree with me. I may argue with you and I may just not even engage back if I just, you know, sometimes I don't like to argue with people if I think, you know, <laughs> they have reasonable points. I'll just be like, okay, I'm not, I don't have to be right. I really don't. Like yesterday in my telegram, as somebody, I believe it was Jennifer, mentioned that the judges, that Biden's been having a lot of success with judges, which honestly I didn't know. And I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't. But I didn't realize that Biden has already appointed as many judges into the normal judiciary, i.e. not the Supreme Court, as, as Trump did in four years, which is great. Um, and he may very well su surpass that by the time we hit midterms. So even with the midterms, he's, you know, when if the, if, uh, the Senate is captured again by the GOP, which is likely, then they'll probably stall nominations. But but still, by this point, the Biden will have achieved a lot. I didn't even know that. So I'm willing to be wrong about certain things, and that complicates my calculus and makes it less black and white, right? Okay, I'm willing to see that. So there's not, I, I'm not one of those people that's going to shut down an argument because I have to be right. So I don't understand why people just don't want to engage with me or, or the ideas are really... I want... I want people to talk about this shit because I really do think that um, if you want to, I don't know, maybe it's just hopeless. I don't know. Is it that hopeless that, you know, politicians just are never going to do what the people want? I mean, they do what the polit they do what the companies want, but if we forced them to do what we want, they would. 
even though they're getting all that money from corporations. I really believe that. I'm not a hopeful, optimistic person, but I do believe that. You know, there are politicians, there are grassroots politicians who get elected without corporate money because people want them. People can do that, and we have social media to do good things. It doesn't all have to be about disinfo, right? I want to talk about Dolly Parton's... You know, only I can do certain things. You know, when Dolly Parton does the most wonderful thing ever, and I'm so sick of Kara Swisher, why is she on my phone? God, she's fucking annoying. Why does she moderate it? Why do certain people get everything and other people get nothing? Is it because I'm a lesbian? No, she's one too. And by the way, I think I'm back to being a lesbian. I'm, this gender fluid stuff is really annoying. I can't keep it straight what I am today, tomorrow. Um, oh gosh, Dolly Parton. So I'm going to talk, sh I'm going to, I'm going to rain on the Dolly Parton parade. Everybody said Dolly Parton, such a wonderful human being. Oh, isn't she the best? But here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to just offer a different take. Maybe she is wonderful. Fine. But I, plenty of people say that you don't need me for that. You need me to take the, the contrarian opinion that you didn't even think was possible because Dolly Parton is so fucking wonderful. But here's the thing. Dolly Parton does not take political positions at all. She refused the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Trump twice. Great. But she also refused it from Biden in a way to not appear uh, to side with any politicians. Okay, whatever. That's weird. You know, so she's not willing to take a stand politically on anything. Maybe because, likely in my opinion, because, though I don't know because I'm not her, because she doesn't want to lose... Her fans, her have her fans. She's got a lot of red fans. She's a country singer. So what she did that made, you know, we know she donated like a million dollars to vaccine research. Good for her. She sang that song, Jolene, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine so clever instead of Jolene. That's very nice. But, audience, but, um, I want to say as in whole because that's what Vera used to say, but Vera's dead, at least on the podcast. Oh, no, I think she has some other podcast, but now she uses another name. I don't understand that shit. Um, where was I? Oh, the butthole. Now I'm picturing into Vera's butthole, and I don't want to. Oh, so nasty. Um, yeah, Andy Vera. God, I miss doing Eat This Hot Show. Well, some, it's like the, the curse of the show. That was like probably the best show I've ever done done in terms of like something that could be popular and it just keeps blowing up every time I get it back together. The last iteration blew up after, you know, this whole Reagan Fox controversy with the Boston Beak and then Deborah decided to just stop podcasting. So she's completely gone. So now it's just me. I just don't know. It's frustrating as hell. Um, but I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I'm putting that out there. I am open to it. Uh, hmm. Still the URL, the website thing. Um, Dolly. So Dolly says, I'm going to pay 100% of tuition for the people who work for me. Dolly at Dollywood. Well, that's like six people. Good. Well, here's the thing, though, that it, it does on the surface appear that she's a wonderful humanitarian. But at the same time, combined with the fact that she's not willing to take any political st stances, like, say, about. Um, government-funded education and government-funded healthcare. The fact that she is doing, she's not taking a stance on it publicly, on the government funding types of issues, those, those socialism basically, but she's willing to do it as an employer is an implicit sort of endorsement for a libertarian ideal. 
that, you know, that's what she's doing to me. She's saying, you know, in the big picture, in the small picture, yeah, she's doing a lot of good for her employees. But in the big picture, she's saying, oh, employers, this is the employer's responsibility. Why is it the employer's responsibility that for people to get an education? Why is it still the employer's responsibility to get people health care? It's the government's responsibility. You don't make your employer give you a road to work. That doesn't make any fucking sense. So I just feel like she's giving an implicit implicit endorsement for libertarian. She's being passive aggressive in a strange and very clever way. Plus, she is an excellent publicist. What the fuck was that? I gotta see. Oh, some dumb shit. So, you know, I just don't. I feel like it's it's not as simple as it seems. It's not just oh, isn't Dolly wonderful? No, she's basically saying she by her silence on universal health care on government-funded education, and the fact that, and her actions of what she's actually doing, which is providing a 100% payment from her company, to me, she's saying, government doesn't need to provide that. Companies do. That's my responsibility as an employer. Here's me being the example. So just consider that, right? Consider that. Think about that for once. You know what I mean? (sighs) Yeah. Well... Yeah. How long have I been talking? I always think of so much to talk about. Oh, I've been 33 minutes. Wow. That's a lot of talking I've been doing. I've got to study. I've got to do some things um, later to talk about. Um, yeah. I don't know what you thought of my... I got a little feedback from the first a podcast I did from El Salvador, which was with Chimbera. Uh, Roman Martinez. Sorry, it's hard to say his name because it's Roman. I keep wanting to say Ramon. Roman Martinez. And then I did a a sound seeing tour in the water, which was fun, but nobody cared about that either. Uh, So, hmm. It was really interesting, you know, so different from what I expected because I expected something first world. I expected paved roads. I don't know why. Uh, I didn't expect something as primitive as it was. But I think I can offer an interesting perspective on Bitcoin because I, I, I've been, I've known about Bitcoin since, you know, 2011, I guess, when I was working for Max and Stacy, and I went to the very first Bitcoin conference in Prague. Um, so I've been aware of it then. I wasn't investing in it then. I, I do invest a very small amount on a regular basis, which is called dollar cost averaging. Um, I always tell people don't invest more than you're willing to lose because you never know what's going to happen to this. So I'm not, I guess I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist because I don't put all of my savings into Bitcoin. I I don't put more than, I certainly don't put a majority of it in either. I'm cautiously optimistic about it, um, but I'm not an evangelist. And that's why I thought it was really interesting that what I didn't know until I went to El Salvador is that the the source of this whole Bitcoin as currency in El Salvador started with Christian, with um, evangelical Christians who are trying to spread their religion in El Salvador and at the same time, you know, create, you know, better living situations for them, which is, that's what, that's what missionaries do. They're missionaries. That guy, um, I forget his name, Peterson, John Peterson, I think, who I and did meet, had, he was at a dinner um, with us. And uh, yeah, so it started with that, but they always downplay the missionary part, which I find interesting. But there's a lot of missionary talk, evangelical talk 
in the way Bitcoin is promoted too. It's really interesting how those two worlds kind of collide. And, but so, you know, and then there's this stuff about, uh, um, um, I was going to lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. But as far as Bitcoin goes, and Stacy says this thing, and actually Fidelity echoed the same thing in one of their papers. So these, a lot of these big financial companies are pu- putting on the record that they believe Bitcoin is going very high, which is good for Bitcoin. But the reason I do believe in it, aside from all the factors that I talked about with Ramon, about people, about unbanked and all that, it's simply the technology that I know Stacy would disagree with me. I, I started to say something, but which is that Stacy says that Bitcoin isn't wasn't a technological revelation. It was a revelation in money. And I, I'm sure I'm not saying it right. And I don't know that I can even explain it because I don't know that I understand it, that the innovation of Bitcoin was not that it was some technical discovery. It was what it did for money that made it a superior form of money uh, compared to anything that existed before that. Um, so anyway, what I like about it and you don't hear me pushing stuff because I'm very careful because I don't want to come off as a charlatan. Uh, and I don't think Bitcoiners are charlatans, but I think based on the way my audience is, tends to be very, they, they mock anybody promoting these sorts of things. So I, I, I don't know why I care. Uh, anyway, let me get to the point. I'm just blabbling. But here's, here's the thing that always makes me stick with Bitcoin that I feel like it's going to keep going and get bigger. When you, okay, when I went to Amsterdam, the first time I went to Europe, which was in 1989, a month before the Berlin Wall fell, I came back because I was a little manic and I made a lot of phone calls because I was calling my friends in America saying, hey, I'm in Amsterdam, it's so great, I'm smoking weed. I'm on, you know, it's so good, I'm so high, and here's the these fucking words I can't pronounce, like a new, new size for Bechval. New size for Bechval. Out of sides, Achterbergval. Stuff like that. Uh, things like that I couldn't pronounce, you know, and I was, I thought it was funny. So I called, anyway, I came back with a $10,000 phone bill. And, and it was awful because I think I used my father's credit card at the time and he um, got in big trouble at work because, you know, he had to pay for it. Anyway, the point is, is that it was a $10,000 call on a two week vacation <laughs> or phone bill, right? Now, today, how much would that phone bill cost? Zero. Because you would be calling using your cell phone and you'd be roaming for free, at least if you're on T-Mobile, or you'd go to a Wi-Fi place. So you went from $10,000 in fees for long distance to zero today because of the technology, the internet that allows that, right? So why would we, why would we voluntarily pay, you know, use a landline and call somebody in America? You could and, and get charged those outrageous fees when you could do it through WhatsApp, Right. I mean, you still can. You could call. Like when I was in El Salvador, I could have called using the regular cell line instead of a, an app, and I would have paid 25 cents a minute. Why would I do that when I can use a WhatsApp or a Messenger or a F- FaceTime or whatever or text? You wouldn't. So by the same token, like right now, my spouse, woman, lesbian lover, pays you know maybe $10 to send 100 bucks to Peru all the time or to Spain. Lots of money, and it goes to Western Union, who don't don't do shit other than collect the money because that's what they do. The technology of Bitcoin with the Lightning Network makes that changes that from ten dollars to maybe a few cents. So why the fuck would you keep doing it through the banks? 
The banks are resisting this technology because they don't want to lose their piece of the pie. And America doesn't want to lose their supremacy of the dollar because, and the Bitcoin is not, it has nothing to do with, there's no national boundaries to it. It's an invitation to dispense with these ridiculous national borders with all these, you know, nation state things that cause wars. We don't need any of that. And Bitcoin is a step in that direction because it's a nationless currency. It invites peace because it, it dispenses with national borders. Another fucking so I, I mean, those, so those, I mean, pr- primarily the first reason is why there's, it's going to be tough because, you know, these, the U S does not want to let go of its power. And the way the Democrats have been against have, are, are fighting Bitcoin is frankly embarrassing. You know, that new mayor of, uh, Eric Adams of New York, he said he loved Bitcoin. Then one of the first things he does is say, make Bitcoin mining illegal, right? Not good. Now, I know Bitcoin mining uses lots of energy, but you have to consider the big picture. First of all, so does a lot of other things, like like Alexa uses a lot of fucking energy just to sit there. Cars use a lot of fucking energy. And by the way, I'm really glad that cars are super expensive now, outrageously expensive, because maybe people will drive less. Maybe it'll force people to take public transportation. Maybe it'll force us to use public transportation. I don't use a car. I don't drive a car. I don't own a car. I take public transportation. I ride my bike or I walk, right? Or I take an expensive airplane, but that's another story with a huge carbon footprint. So I'm not going to make the arguments about uh, the energy of Bitcoin, but the benefits it provides are huge. And it also, you, you know, electricity is very difficult to send over distance. You lose a lot of it. And what the miners are doing is smart because the the more you spend on electricity... As a miner, the less money you're going to make. So there's a strong incentive to be more profitable. And what they do is they position themselves closer to the source of energy or they use renewable sources of energy because that makes it cheaper for them. If you There's a lot of uh, Bitcoin miners that are reclaiming energy from like smokestacks and stuff where, you know, they just throw energy in the air. In El, El Salvador, they're using, um, um, they're getting energy from, volcanoes or they will be shortly a geothermal energy you know there's it's it's really a huge incentive for that and plus there are benefits to it that the benefit that you get by using bitcoin uh, because of the benefits it gives to world peace i think are huge you know like uh stacy was saying you know how much energy what's the carbon footprint of a fucking another fucking war because we have all this ridiculous nationalism that would be eliminated by bitcoin right or could be I think it's wonderful. So I'm interested. I know there's arguments against it. I know there's a lot of really smart people that that think in very uh, open ways. And I'm happy to to have those discussions and have you comment on this sort of thing and hear what you have to say. But there's also, um, I also think that for Bitcoin to work, people on the left, Democrats, progressives, whatever you call them, have to have to embrace the technology as well. but please don't be just closed to it. You can have a discussion about it, but there is, it's an unavoidable technology, I think. I really do. And now they're, they've had some incredible uh, progress this week uh, on cold fusion. And it appears that by around the second half of this, the second half of this century will likely be powered by cold fusion, which means nuclear power without 
all the radioactive all the radioactive disasters. So if we just figure out a way to not blow ourselves up by 2050, we might be home free. So there is a lot to be optimistic about, even though I'm really not. Um, Karen, Karen, Bo Baron, Fanana, Fana, Fofarin. I need a Merminator break. Hold on. Wait. Let's Merminate for a minute, shall we? Shall we? You're the top. I'm the hun hun. You're the Louvre Museum. Dun 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 I saw you last night and got that old feeling when you came inside. Me. I got that old feeling the moment that you danced by. I felt a thrill. You caught my eye, my heart stood still. Once again, I seem to feel that old yearning, and I knew the spark of love was That old feeling is still in my heart. I tried to accept it was over, like a dream that's lost in the mist. But when I saw you and heard your voice, Tushy, tushy. 
Anyway, I just want to wrap up. Oh, shut up, Ethel. Ethel. My sister used to make that noise when she was a baby. My mother would bathe her. I don't know why I just had that weird memory. Now she makes more money than God. That old feeling. Oh, I just got a message from the Indian restaurant I ate at yesterday. No need to go out for Valentine's Day, Madge. Fat Madge, it says. God, that fucking food is good. Rangoli on Clark Street. If you ever go out, you want Indian food, go there. It's so fucking good. I just want to say this. All this bitching and bitching, and I'm going to make a phone call in a minute that you might enjoy. I just want to say this. I just want something good to happen. I want a break. Like, I was watching the Sex and the City, and that spells that or whatever it's called, which was horrible. We can talk about that another time, but eminently watchable because it was so hateful. I mean, hate watchable. But at the end, she's like, carries gets the the gray-haired, good-looking podcast guy. And who the fuck gets an office to podcast? Whatever. But he's like, oh, I want to produce you on your podcast. You've got a great voice. I'm thinking, where's my fucking producer? Where's my big break? I've been doing this for fucking ever. Adam Curry doesn't fucking count. Somebody fucking discover me. Don't make me work in an office again. Stop. Somebody help me. I deserve this. I'm good enough. People would watch it. I'll do I'll watch I'll host a game show about eating bugs like Joe Rogan. I'll do whatever. Just fucking make me famous, you fucking assholes. I deserve it. I want money and fame to do something I enjoy. You know, that pod show shit doesn't count. That was a mess. Okay? Haven't I paid my dues? Haven't I? Oh, where's the fucking password for this shit? Hold on, now I'm vamping because i got to get to my phone call thing holder. Let's see, Gmail. Uh, I had to fix all my passwords for this fucking when I got fucking raped by the goddamn T-Mobile, but that's another... Did I even talk about my raping my T-Mobile? Oh, God, that was horrible. Uh, oh, and now I'm getting raped by Gmail because they wanna, they're going to charge me for what was free. I used to... I uh, Hosting, hosting free and all this shit. All right, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't multitask right now. Okay, Google Voice. Google Voice. Ah, ah. It shouldn't be this hard to just make a fucking phone call, should it? Google Voice. Okay, I'm going to call this person. Why do I even pretend like it's a secret? We're so stupid. Okay, now I'm calling. Am I who? Am I one? Uh-huh. I'm fat. Hello? Hello? Hi, Griselda. It's Madge here. Madge here. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing terrible because they're doing construction Mm -hmm. where I work, just like at the coffee shop, and there's just this loud drilling all fucking day. I've been here since 8 a.m. It's weird. Like, at least you, I mean, you're stuck there. You don't have a choice because it's your job. But I go to this coffee shop voluntarily and listen to this lesbian drilling and I pay for a coffee. And I look around and there's all these other people and it doesn't seem to bother anyone. But I think people... I don't understand. I think people are just so grateful to get out of their house that it doesn't fucking matter. And I... I, I, I guess think, that's true. Yeah. So what's new? Well, um, today I've been staring at my phone a lot, which is not enjoyable. Um, it's not? I had a... Col- no. Oh. Just because... Um, I had to figure out some tech issues, like one with TikTok, mm. and stuff like that gives me a headache. Are you getting you're getting canceled for 
for t- from TikTok, right? Because they, I just read that they're uh, not allowing disordered eating anymore. And don't you eat disorder in a disordered manner? Well, I do eat a lot, so I guess that's a dis- disorder. But I don't think that um, binge eating disorder. I mean, I'm not a binge eater, but no. you could say I was a binge eater based on all the food that I show. Um, I don't think that's actually considered an eating disorder in America. In China, maybe, and they're still based in China, right? So, uh-huh. so when they say so maybe when they when TikTok says they're not going, they're gonna like remove posts that contain disordered eating. What are the, what what is disordered eating then? I mean, it's certainly not Lizzo frying bacon and then eating it in a disgusting sandwich while she's wearing Spanx and rubbing her fat, disgusting ass. Okay, I have an example. Okay. Remember the Chew Spit video we made? Griselda Chew Spits. Yeah, sure. The, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think that counts as disordered eating. Because you chewed a chocolate-covered potato chips? And then I spit it chips. out and it looked disgusting. Well, this is for the viewers, because I don't know if it's visible anywhere. You chewed, we bought some potato chocolate-covered potato chips at Neiman Marcus on the top floor. Maybe it was. Oh, they're so good. And they're then, like the best chocolate-covered potato chips. And then, I think it was dark chocolate. And then we went to Millennium Park, and you ate them and spit them out because that way they yeah, don't I, count. I don't even know that you could say I ate them. I chewed them yeah. and I spit them out. Yeah. Do you find that as satisfying as just eating them? You know, I haven't done that since the video. So, oh. um, so that's disordered eating. I'm going to try it again. That is disordered eating. It's it's. I don't even know. Chew, but, I don't know. What do they call it? Chew spit? I don't know. Griselda Chew Spits is your name. <laughs> I'll look up the official, you know, name for it, though. I know everything about eating disorders, and I don't know the name of that. Um, I guess yeah. eating disorder, um, not otherwise specified. Well, I did get in trouble on the Instagram for um, eating or showing a product that contained ingestible CBD. They're not okay with that. It can only be topical CBD. And so they just took down my post. What if you what if you put it in your rectum? What if you put in your rectum? Um. Well, that's internal, so I don't think it's okay. Oh. So suppository. I don't even know if they make suppository. I didn't know that because CBD is legal. It's strange to me that that would be. Did you check? Is that in? It is in their policy, but you said that you didn't know it, right? I didn't know it. Um, and then I had this other company send me a huge box of different edible products, but made mm. with THC, and they're very explicit. Even though it's legal in um, New York, it's not uh, federally. So anyway, it's totally against the terms of service. So Wait. now I have to send back all the THC, and it sucks. Hold on, I though. Want it. That's Delta 8, though. Delta 8 is legal everywhere because of the farm bill. Yeah, well, oh, okay. Um, right. So it might be legal, but it said no THC products can even be shown. Oh. Even if it's not an ad, you can't show THC. It's not that it's illegal. So you're you're talking about allowed on, on the terms of service. Terms of yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. So I was um, I was at um, the Kratom CBD store here having a conversation with the uh, obese man that works there because that's what I like to do sometimes. And I was asking because uh-huh. there's this new one. So you know about Delta 8, which is less yeah. potent officially than Delta 9, which is normal weed. And okay. I've tried Delta 8. I don't like it because to me, it feels very chemical and lasts way longer than, than uh, weed should. It shouldn't. You shouldn't get high for more than a few hours on any kind of marijuana. It might be. 
But this shit got me high for like 24 hours. And I know somebody else who was like high for three days and had to take a Xanax. Okay. But the thing is this. Now they have a new one called THC Delta O. Have you heard of this? No. So it's three times stronger than regular marijuana. And it's legal. You can buy it at the store. Right. But And I was Mm -hmm. suspicious. of. But see, I'm suspicious because what I read about Delta 8, I couldn't find a lot of information about how it's produced, but I read enough that it's an extraction because it's only this okay. one molecule. So it's processed. Mm-hmm. And anytime yeah. you process something, it's it's not as natural. And I like the thing about, you, there's not a good dialogue about drugs, but like one of the things that's good about regular marijuana, it contains all of the, the chemicals that's in marijuana. It's not just one chemical. So when you extract uh-huh. one chemical, it's it's... You're just getting one thing out of it. It's like the difference between opium and morphine. It's it's too right, right, right. It's and the, and that way, those types of processing can make things more addictive and more dangerous. In my opinion, right. Look at coke versus Adderall. What do you mean? Cocaine, oh, like what? a cocoa leaf uh-huh. versus you know the manufactured speed. It fucks you up all day. Right, but those aren't chemically similar, are they? Cocaine and speed? I thought they were. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I do know, like, the coca leaf, which you can buy at any market, like, in South America, like at Peru, I've had where you chew on them, which is how yeah. that they make cocaine from, is very, it's almost like not the same potency as caffeine. It's like drinking coffee. Different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so Delta, oh, I was talking to this guy. I've never tried it. I don't want to because they say, they call it psychedelic because it's almost like you trip from it. Mm-hmm. But this guy said, oh, no, even though they sell it, he said, I don't like Delta. Oh, the, the chemical that they use to make it explodes in water and that it's a semi-synthetic, oh, a semi-synthetic cannabinoid or cannabinoid. Huh. Yeah, it's it's so it's not really doesn't sound safe. It doesn't. It's, and there yeah. hasn't been enough research on it anyway. I don't remember why we we're talking about that. Because we we're talking about um, Delta Yeah. So, but back to the original thing, why is Lizzo not disordered eating when she makes these disgusting foods in her spangs and shows the obese results? Yeah. But we can't say anything because we'll get canceled. Um, And it literally 10 seconds ago, someone just sent me the cover of a book. It's called Live the Lizzo Way. Oh, no. 100% that book you need. And there's like a, you know what? I'll just send this to you. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything else in the book, but I was like, ugh. Was it about how to eat and be gross or what? I mean, what else could be in there? I just sent you the cover. I guess we'll have to do some research and find out what it says inside. Where did you send it to in my text? Oh, oh, oh. It looks like a children's book. Oh, they want children to eat to look like that? And she's holding her three Grammys. To win all the Grammys, yeah. Who's holding this? Oh, um, um... um, a man. Okay, it doesn't matter. Can you get the book? Uh, okay, I'll tell him to get it. Yeah. It's a subscriber to your paper room. Oh, I know who that is then, because there's only like three. So please tell him. <laughs> I want to see it. He can send it to you, and then you can take pictures of it. I want to see what... Because it looks like a children's book, right? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to write a book. Not, it probably just says, like, I'm 100% a bad bitch because I eat all the deep fried bacon. How about if I do one, the, eat the, live the Madge way, be fat and disgusting, and then shit it all out, except not really. 
I had such a blowout at the Intelligentsia coffee shop just about an hour ago before I came here because the water was shut off in my building. If you subscribe to my paper, Match.Paper. I read about it. I know you did, but the audience may not yet. There's like three of them that haven't subscribed. You would learn that I, because my water was out of the apartment, I had a duty at the coffee shop. It was the second duty, but I had a huge Indian, oh my God, this Indian food is so fucking good. You like Indian food, right? I do, I love it. There's this place, Rangoli, if you ever come here, and we are not with somebody who can pay for like an expensive Michelin meal, we'll go there, it's, just, it's cheap, BYOB. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. We only spent like $40 there, and we had um, chicken vindaloo, which is the spiciest fucking chicken ever. You're like, your mouth is like, ha, ha, water, water. I drank like three glasses of water. Like, And, and th- we went through three bu- plates of rice. Three, because you know uh-huh. it's complimentary. Yeah. And then yeah. we had a, um, a chicken tikka masala and the sauce. It's just, I swear, Indian food is the only food that makes me feel high. It's so good. You know what I mean? Like, oh. it, almost, it makes me feel high. I've never oh felt like God. that about Indian food, but I do like it. Maybe because oh. it, it can be so fatty with all the ghee and stuff. And the butter. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's the same thing. Ghee is, yeah. Ghee. I thought you said D like duty. Oh, no. G-H-E. Mm. I was, but anyway, so I ate all that, and then I'm at the, the coffee shop, and I, had a, and I was doing the paper gram, and they had an emergency bloat. I thought, well, I could go to the gym, you know, and duty there, but I couldn't even get that. So I went to the duty holder, the, the bathroom, and there's this fat guy next to it. Like, they have tables next to the bathroom. Like, who would sit there, especially when it's not full? And this fat, creepy guy is there. And I'm like, I, ha- and I, I don't want to shit when somebody's right near the toilet because you know he's going to hear it. And I had right. to flush three times because the toilets are not strong. The first one was like a snake. Speaking like, of, did you read all that stuff about Trump um, having to flush the toilet 15 times? Yeah, and I'm glad because it made sense out of his complaining about toilets. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> he used to complain that the okay. toilets don't flush. So this was looked like the don't tread on me snake. It was just a uh-huh. huge snake that I do to. And it felt Congrats. like... it Thanks. And I, but it was like so much, and then it smelled horribly. I'm like, oh my God, this is the kind that stinks. And I thought that fat guy is going to smell it. And then I thought to myself, you know what? That fat guy wants to smell it. He's probably a scat queen. Because why else would you sit that yeah. close? He wants to, to hear be. it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Gross. You know it. Gross. Disgusting dude. Ugh. So my wife Yesterday is I went at, to the, Oh. It's okay. It was about food. What were you going to say? My wife is at, the, is at her pole dancing class right now. Is for real pole dancing? For real. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd go with her. Rachel Can was a pole dancer. Do you remember that? Huh? Rachel Can. She used to pole oh, dance. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, I thought she was all Zumba. She teaches Zumba in Hawaii now. I'm so glad. I hope she's happy. I do feel guilty about not coming all the way to Brooklyn. Are you happy? To meet her. No. Am I happy? No. Well, why on earth would you think Rachel would be? People like us don't get <laughs> happy. We don't. Somebody said oh. to me, the reward for life is death. What do you think? Yeah. Right? It's horrible, right? Yep. Somebody just sent me this horrible picture. Jennifer from my Telegram group sent me this picture. There's this guy who's, his name is Anon Bottom MIA, and he gets fucked, like, all the mm-hmm. time on Twitter and shit. 
And he's mm-hmm. the thing is, he's always getting fucked. And everybody knows his real identity because he has an Instagram and he uses like the same pictures. So you know, everybody knows who it is, but he hides his. He thinks he's hiding his identity, but he posted a picture. He he gets these guys with humongous penises to fuck him, but his mm-hmm. he's got a his penis is an inch, literally an inch, and it looks wow. So he gets fucked with his one inch penis, and he he gets off on it. I don't know why. So somebody sent me a picture of the one inch penis next to a huge penis. It looks it's disturbing. You want me to send it to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, hang on. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, let me see. So what were you gonna say? You like something about food? Wings? Yeah, but those like I, they're kind of hard because there's not enough meat on them. But I did sneak eat. A I agree. Earlier today. Um, I had to go to a wings place yesterday, and it was not so good. Oh. I'm still disappointed by it. Why? I hate having bad food. Were they real wings or those stupid process things? No, they were um, real. Okay, let me know when you see the horrible penis The penises thing. Oh, good. Oh, I'll look. Yeah. Um, Tell me what you think. Let's see here. The big penis guy. Oh, my good. God. That's so sad. <laughs> but he does have a good body. He's an amazing body, which is why he gets all the D. But he gets off on, like, having this teeny weeny. And then there was another one yesterday where he was getting fucked... And they made him wear like women's lace underwear. Uh, with Weird. His, with his tiny weenie. I wish Jennifer would send that to me, but oh, it's very disturbing. <laughs> Anyways, like um, you can see him on Twitter on On Bottom MIA. I'm not going to say his real um, identity though. On the Telegram group, I never look anymore. Should I? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like the old um, Facebook thing until it got censored no that was well no these people are better than that i like these people better and by the way if anybody wants to be in that telegram group um you uh message me on telegram i think i'm bloated lesbian or something no just email me i don't know but you have to have a telegram user id because when i invite people that don't have a telegram user id it doesn't work i don't know why i'm trying to find that the horrible what are you doing this weekend Uh, Whatever I'm told to. What about you? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm eating pizza every day, so I'll be eating pizza. I'm running a four-mile race on Sunday, even oh though God. I feel like shit. Oh, that's only um, Yeah, that's good. But my root canal, I got that the other day, and I'm feeling better. Oh, good. Um, yeah. And I think I'm just negative because I've been at work for so long. Um, 30 minutes to go. Okay, look at the next picture I sent you, please. Comments. Oh, it's so tiny. Isn't that weird? And he's feminized. It's like forced feminization. It looks like it could be a to M, doesn't it? Yeah, it's bizarre. His penis is so small, it could be a clitoris, right? (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit bigger than that. The the caption said, can you read the caption? I'd rather have you read it. Okay. He wanted to fuck me in stockings. It's really hard to say no to a nine-incher. Shrug emoji. (laughs) (laughs) But doesn't the penis like? I was surprised. To me, it looks like it's twelve inches because he's so (laughs) compared. Yeah, it really does. It looks huge. Oh my god! Looks like it hurts. Yeah, 
Well, later I'll remind me, I'll send you his real profile and you'll see like how ridiculous it is that he thinks he's anonymous. <laughs> like he uses the same banner on his anonymous as he does on his regular profile, like the same picture of him. Like, right. So if someone like reversed Googled him, oh, they would find him in one second. It's ridiculous. And his poor family is like from the, you know, they're from one of those Arabic countries where they behead, where they have honor killings of gays. So they're probably, oh, if, no. so if they find out about it, they'll probably be murdered or something. Mm-hmm. Not cool. Um, all Not right. cool. Yeah. Well, I guess I will eat my soup since that's what's for lunch. My wife put me on a diet since coming back because I gained, I ate so fucking much over three weeks between my mother's food and all the ice cream in her house and all the fried fish we ate in South America, which was, or Central America, which was fucking delicious. Um, and fried yucca, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because when yeah. we go to third world, what my wife taught me is when you go to like questionable qu- countries, you don't want to eat, you want to eat the fried food because you know it's going to cook off the parasites. Yes, the that problem, makes sense. The problem with that is that it does cause a certain amount of obesity, which I have brought home. Yeah, and um, I don't. For me, it causes a stomachache because that's what happened to me yesterday, oh, yeah. eating wings and fries. Oh well, I had a terrible duty ache um, when I was down there because I, 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 we were getting ready to go to San Salvador to go to the market, the the poor people market to buy shit, and right that morning I dutied a. A, a volcano pile you know the kind like mm-hmm. a mound where it's just a mound and just no uh-huh. no discernible shape whatsoever just a mound of duty in the toilet and i thought oh god i got it out of me but you don't know what's going to happen next and then like we hired a car to take us and as the car was driving we're going over bumps and then i felt the duty cramp oh my god i thought do i ask the driver to stop in this mm-hmm. questionable place so i can duty in the middle of this horrible beach town and then I'm waiting. <laughs> it was so stressful because, you know, when you have a duty stress, you don't know. Oh, yeah, yes, it's awful. So we finally get there. And thank God there was like a public toilet. But it's 25 cents and it's outdoor. Like you have to pay somebody to like use the toilet and they hand you a certain amount of toilet paper, which is 25 cents extra. And then you uh-huh. have to duty outdoor in a little like cabinet where, where you see your feet and they don't even have a, a seat on the toilet, just a rim and then, like, when you flush, because I had to do a multi-flusher because it was all another pile, and then uh-huh. I, I, I realized that they fill the tanks manually, so you only get to flush twice. So I had to leave with brown water in the tank. So I left them another well, 50 cents. Well, you didn't shit your pants, okay? That's true, but then Let's I went... Look on the bright side. But I did go to the pharmacy, and I got a pill that, that seems to have fixed it after that. I, I don't know what it was. I I'm th- glad. They seem to know it's a certain parasite, I guess. I don't know how that got in me. I don't know. It was fun shitting, though. Good. I'm glad that you still remember it. I usually remember food on my vacations, but you um, remember your shitting. I remember both. I remember the food, good food, and good duty. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to go somewhere else. I want to, I just, I want to leave. I want to go somewhere, but the traveling is horrible. My flight got canceled from American Airlines, like totally canceled. And it was terrible getting another flight, and people are horrible at the end. Somebody called my wife a jackass. Really? Mm-hmm. Why were they debating vaccination? Oh, no, because the, the, 
the woman. So it was me on the window, wife in the middle, and then cunt lady on the on the aisle. And as we're leaving the plane, you know, the, we're I guess sort of in the middleish of the 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 obviously the back. We're not rich, and and so the plane had half cleared out, and this lady wasn't moving. And she's waiting for her husband. So the whole back of the plane is waiting on this stupid bitch. And she said she won't lift her suitcase because she's waiting for her husband, even though he has it. She says, I'm waiting for my husband. So my wife just walks over her, you know, like, excuse me. And then he goes. And then her husband came and they took it. And then she's like babbling. She Then she's, so we're leaving and I'm behind her. And she tells the flight attendant, oh, we, that, that, that guy in front of me or woman in front of me wouldn't, you know, was so rude to skip ahead of me. And she's telling everybody who will listen this this horror story. And then she finally, at the end, she goes, um, she she's, you know, I overheard her talking to her husband. This jackass was in front of me and he jumped over me. Blah, blah, blah. I said, he's not a jackass. And by the way, you don't need to tell your troubles to the entire airplane. <laughs> and her husband didn't say a word. He didn't say anything to defend her because he's probably like, oh, thank God he yelled at that cunt. I can't imagine. Being I know, there. exactly. And I they hate were, the constant complainers. Oh, and they were loud. They were loud airplane people. Like, they're wearing those. What do you call those things you wear when you're running instead of a mask on your face? A burka? Oh, or a gator. A gator. Yeah, so he's wearing a gator, and he's talking really loud, like like as if, you know, like a as if he's interesting. He's not. You know, almost like they were drunk because you can't drink on planes anymore. So these people get sloshed at the bar and they're just gross. Yeah. So it was like that. Type. Oh, I didn't know that you couldn't drink on the plane. No, you can't. Good to know. Only in first class. Oh. Because first class people don't disrupt the plane, apparently. Oh. Right. I see. <laughs> well, it's been a week of work and I haven't done anything. So I have to save the tasks till now. And then I have... Okay. Uh, to do, to do, uh, yeah, well, I don't want to talk about other things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, anything else you want to share? No, before? my life is so boring. I would love some excitement, positive excitement. If anyone has any ideas, what if we send me a message? I have an idea. Why don't people hire us to be famous? We could co-host, okay. we could co-host a podcast about obesity or something, anything, and we could get a lot of money for it, but we need somebody okay. to like produce us. Do you know anyone who would do that? Oh. Um, I know someone who would do it for money. Nope. Um, okay. Then I guess we're just going to have to ask your listeners. Yeah. We need somebody who will like make us famous and give us a show, give us a platform, produce us and have faith in us. That's what we need. Okay. I like that. Okay. Well, good luck to us. Good luck. All right, Griselda. You're fat. Okay, talk soon. Okay, bye. Bye. My story is much too sad to be told. But practically everything leaves me totally cold.
you know, it, because I go, yes. I, uh, yeah. I get a kick the most fabulous kick. Yeah, that's it, you know, and it's sort of cute. He does a nice I, I saw it. I remember. Yeah. 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 That's too bad. Mm -hmm. That's no good.